BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest today. He is an entrepreneur. He is an inventor. He is about to, you know, can I say this? Could be. I think you are going to be a future B. Can I say billionaire? Potentially. Potentially, I guess, yeah. He's an animal. That's how I know him. He's the sweetest, most generous guy. And he is one of the creators and founders of cameo please welcome martin blencow is that how you say your last name right blenco blenco blencow blencowco dude how are you here right now i don't know but well i know how i'm here how it started how are you man thank you for doing this now it's a pleasure i mean i i go i think of you and i think of 2018 and being with you going to meet you outside the improv (laughs) so let me tell you this story so I got a lot to say to you. Does that sound weird? Nope. Is I get a DM from you and you're like, hey, Jamie, it's Martin. I'll probably do your accent. I'll get it by the end of this. I am in, uh, I'm doing a cameo. I really like to get you on the platform. Come on down, man. And you're like a fucking CEO of this thing that I'd heard about. The first person I heard about it from, of course, is Simon. Oh, Rex, yeah. Props to Simon Rex, Dirt, Niz, always early. Him and Tom Green, I would say, are always early with this stuff. So Simon was already on it. And uh, a couple people in the, I don't want to say this, I'm getting trouble, the P community, let's say the adult industry was also on it. And um, so I, they are always a early adapters. And then I get a call from you. I get a DM. And then you're like, yo, I'm going to come down to the improv. I'm like thinking, this guy's going to come. He's the CEO of this company that was, I knew it was growing. It wasn't where it is right now. And then we'll tell him what happened. I, I remember uh, <laughs> driving down with my younger brother. I think I said, come with me. I don't go by myself. And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, crap. So I went by myself and I saw you. Your brother said no. No, so I'm by myself. <laughs> Why didn't we, he want to go? I don't know. He guys, he's sick of me selling. I'm always selling. And, you know, it's, 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 
the process. Yeah. And uh, I remember coming and speaking to you. I mean, I was, I think you watched the intro video, right? The one we did. Yeah. I mean, I had to sell you. It wasn't easy getting you on. You were like, man, like, I don't want to do this. Well, I'll explain it to you. But, dude, so when, what is your background? My background? Well, simple. Simple. You're, you're from London. I'm, well, I'm from Brighton, which is south. Right. From, which Where's is, Brighton? It's south from London, 60 miles south from London on the coast. And as a kid, just had the American dream. Ever since I can remember, I wanted to go to America. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger was my idol. Uh, and I, I just believed America is the land of opportunities and just wanted to get over here. It is. And when I was, I think, 14, you know, I won like South of England for 100 meters. I, I had the record for Sussex for 200 meters. Is that swimming or running? 100 meters. Uh, track. Track. You're from, a track guy. Yeah, I was a track guy. Pull so, that mic real close to you almost. There you go. So I was a track guy and I was like, you know what? That's my calling. I'm going to be a, a track guy. Came out to the States, you know, but my journey, I went to USC and my journey at USC was very uh, challenging. My dad was, you know, died of cancer, but the process, was got, I was just in chemo and radiation and I mean, my dad got cut up pretty, you know, I mean, he really had the work done to keep him alive. And then I got involved in the film industry, uh, did a bunch of movies. That business died on me. What, but what movies did you do? This and crappy like DVD stuff, you know. Straight to DVD. You want yeah. to drop a title here? Might get you There's a couple no. extra <laughs> click throughs. No, it was it was like uh, things like Bruce Willis in. The one that was cool was The Rock, called, the movie called Empire State, which I'm sure you've never heard of. It's with The Rock. Was it early rock? Yeah. It was or like mid 20, rock? Like 2012. So early 2012 rock. rock. Yeah, 2012 rock. So that was kind of cool. But that, that business died on me and... I met a guy called uh, Lee Steinberg. Do you know who that is? Of course. The super agent. He's Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, exactly. And he said, Mon, I think you'd be a great agent. You know, he just kept saying you'd be a great agent. You would like, be. So Better manager, actually, because you're more hands-on. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Man, agents are just throw it against the wall and make it stick. And I know any agent listening, and you know that's the truth, so stop lying to yourself. Managers more craft 2 a.m. calls from the client. Like, you're always available. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, you know what? I went up to Seattle and I was like, I want to, I want, I wanted to, I actually went to the Seahawks facility. Mm-hmm. I missed a part. I actually ran a 4 3 40 for USC football. Dude, you're really putting that accent on. Are you really from your yeah. facility? You're really trying in, to work it. I've aren't been like you? 18 years. I've been like 18 <laughs> he's, years. He's just, born in Riverside. Yeah. Facility. Yeah. No, from Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you go to the Seahawks. Go to the Seahawks. I knew the coaches. I knew Rocky Seto because of USC football. I actually walked into USC football, ran a 4 3. I believe I was the fastest ever walk on. What did you play? They had me play corner. But I didn't know what I was doing. Cornerback. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. Wow, so that's defensive. Yeah, I had no idea. I'm honestly, I, they gave me the playbook. I remember going, do you know what? It like, literally broke my heart. This is a lesson. You fail to prepare. You failed to prepare. You prepare to fail. And I did everything right. I did everything from the eating, the dieting, the whole, all that, the training. I missed out the key component, how to play football. <laughs> Hold on a second. First of all, wait, you, so were you playing football? I tried to. No, but it didn't work but out. You, wait, so when you were in England and you came over here, yeah, did you go to USC? Was that your first day in America? No, my first day in America wasn't there. I, I came out here to kind of get a lay of the land. And then I was like... At how old? 18. So were you playing football in London no, or just rugby and soccer? Rugby and, and track. I and was footy. Good at, I was, yeah, but I stopped playing football when I was... 14 for whatever reason. But we call that soccer here, but he's talking about footy, which yeah. is the real football. Yeah. So then you were a track, super track guy. So yeah. 
And then but because of USC football, I ran this amazing time. Like I kind of made a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, had a decent relationship with, uh, you know, with, with the, the DB coach was Rocky Setter. And I said, I'm coming up to Seattle. And he said, come to, come to practice. Wait, and, so hold on. I was still going to stay at USC. So you went to USC. Yeah. Did you get a full scholarship? No, I didn't. But you got on the, you did the sports. I did sports. Yeah. yeah. Now, dude, a cornerback, that's a hard position. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I knew one, I knew this white kid who, I think he was for Tulane and he, they used to call him white chocolate <laughs> and he was really fast. So you are, what is your background? Your, your nationality? My dad's uh, English and my mom's Iranian and my mom came over to England when she was 15 Met, so, met my dad and that was it. So you would be, so, okay, so you're half like. Half Iranian, half English. You're like, you're like Saudi chocolate, if that's what your position. Can I say that? I, I'll have uh, to edit that out. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> um, and so, you know, so I made all this noise. So I went up to Seattle and I called up Rocky because he was at Seattle because the USC coaches went to Seattle. And I said, I'm in Seattle. He says, come to practice. And I remember turning up to the VMAC, walking in and being like, Oh my God, I want to be involved in this business. That was it. Like, it was just like that moment, like, I've got to do this. Not as a football player. Not as a football player. I said, I'm going to be an agent. If you look, even my key ring is uh, Seattle Seahawks. So you were what we call a mark. Do you know what a mark is? No. A mark in wrestling is someone who believes in wrestling so much. They're like a super fan. So you were like a super fan. Oh, I'm actually 100% a super fan. Like even walking in here now, seeing your posters on screen. You were, I know, you walked in and you were, it's it's very beautiful. You were like a mark for it. You love yeah. memorabilia. You're, you're a I'm super a fan. fan. Yeah. You have to be a fan to do what I do. 100%. And and so- So it's 2012 and now you're going to be an agent with Lee Steinberg. Uh, no, I wasn't going to be an agent with Lee Steinberg. It wasn't 2012. This was probably like uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah, 2015. So I went, took the test- didn't make USC, didn't care to do it. No, it didn't work. But so I took the NFL test and I passed. To be an agent. To be a te- By the way, the test for an NFL agent is really hard. They should do it for Hollywood. It 90% failed. I'm sure. I'm sure it's actually very hard and very legit. You know what you have to do to be an agent in Hollywood? Well, Get coffee. <laughs> and take a couple staplers to the head. I'm not deleting that. Go ahead. I'm like, can you take before you move up? And um, so and it's a very hard test. Pass the test. And then um, I signed uh, Cassius Marsh, who played for the Seahawks. Yeah. And uh, I remember he was September 11th, 2016. He was player of the game against the Miami Dolphins, which was so awesome. You know, it was September 11th. I'm really funny about numbers as well. So 11, it was really, really hits home for me. And uh, I, was, I was always thinking to myself, I've got to find a way to make Cassius Marsh off the field money. That was all I could think of. Like, I've got to make him off the field money. Because him playing ball, he's going to get a contract based of how he performs. There's, not, like, there's nothing I can do. I can, hey, don't do this, work out more. But at the end of the day, it's him. Mm-hmm. How can I add value to this young man and bring him off the field money. And then I thought to myself, if I can bring off the field money and provide a value there, I could probably sign up a lot of guys. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay. And uh, it was, uh, what year is this? Next, no, October. So my business part, you said I'm the CEO twice. I'm not the CEO. My partner, Stephen, is the CEO. You're the creator of it? Yeah, well, I founded it with Stephen, yes, and Devin. 
You found it with two other guys? Yes. Okay. So you're the C... No, my, my title's EVP. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you're up there. Yeah, I'm up there. I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. I'm up there. Everybody, everybody <laughs> who I know knows you. I don't know anybody else. Yeah. Because you're in the thick of it. Yeah, but I, I wanted to have the relationship with, with the yeah. talent. I really did because I wanted to sell how much... Like, I'm going to read a, one video. Like, I wanted to sell not the money component always to... to uh, to talent but like how much these video mean to someone i got this message from uh tom wilson yesterday you mow him as biff. biff oh yeah i know tom i did a few episodes of ghosty with him so he sent me this last yesterday and this is why i want to send the message to all the talent like yeah there's a money component to this but there's a human connection that is priceless mm-hmm. he goes my son who is autistic and rarely smiles is watching a wonderful moment watch is what is it was a wonderful moment watching him view tom wilson wishing him a happy birthday he smiled for the full three minutes. Trust me, this is more special than a hundred Christmases rolled into one. Thank you. Wow. I woke up to that yesterday. That wow. motivates me. Dude, I got to tell you some stuff about that. That's beautiful. But I want to go back to your story first, and I have a lot of questions. Oh, I, I'm always, so, I'm all over the place. <laughs> so you, I know. So you are, you meet Lee Steinberg. He says you'd be an agent. You got to become an agent. You weren't with him. No, I wasn't with anybody. You started your own agency. I just, yeah, I started. Yeah. Kind of like freelancing. Freelancing. Your f- yeah. first client is a Seattle guy. Seattle guy, yeah. So you said how I can make this guy money, you know, instead of like just their basic used car lots and stuff like that that they promote. Yeah. Oh, and but the other thing is I couldn't get a job with anybody. You couldn't get a job. Couldn't get a job. Yeah, I, tried, I tried. I tried. No, this I, is beautiful. So you couldn't make the USC football team, wanted to be a sports agent, couldn't get his job with a sports agency. Lee Steinberg liked you, but he didn't hire you. No, he liked me, but I just didn't think at the time, like Lee was on his comeback trail and yeah. I, I wasn't sure if that was the right fit. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, I just didn't, I don't know why that was, but Lee, I'm so happy for him. He's got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Who just wow. signed a $500 million deal. Jeez. He really does have the fucking beautiful touch. Yeah. He does. Yeah. That's incredible. So now you go, so you start freelancing and doing yourself. So it's around what year where you started saying, I got to make this guy off field money. It's pretty much straight away. Off that game. 2015? 26, no, 2016. 2016. Okay. Yeah. After the Dolph, Miami Dolphins, Seattle Seal game. I was Player like, of the game. I've got to find a make of money off the field. Yeah. Go on like a little offer of five grand to play in a basketball game. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy. And then uh, my partner, Stephen, his, uh, his grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, we had done some movie stuff back in the day together, but that business died on us. So he went to work for LinkedIn and I went and did my thing. What's Stephen's name? Galanis. Stephen Galanis, okay. And um, his grandma passed away in October and I just flew in to pay my respects. I literally flew into the day to Chicago, early flight, flew back the same day. Um, and we were just you know chatting with how we need to get back into business together. And had a brainstorming session about, you know, what's like being an agent. And I said, look, I've got to find a way to make these guys off the field money. And showed the video of Cassius doing a, a birthday message. No, not a birthday message. A congratulation message to Brandon Boone, um, who, who was the first recipient of a cameo. At the time, it wasn't a cameo. So I'm losing track here. So April, I think it was, no, probably January of 2016, a buddy of mine uh, Brandon had a son called Maverick and Brandon was a diehard Seattle Seahawks fan. Mm-hmm. And he was the guy I visited up in Seattle and took to practice with me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what would be a great gift? I got a video message from Cassius Marsh to Brandon saying, Hey Brandon, 
Congratulations on Maverick. I know if he gets your athletic abilities, he'll play for the Hawks one day. Go Hawks. And that's I send that to Brandon. Brandon went nuts over it. Thought it was amazing, which was surprising because I didn't think he'd get starstruck because he was working at Nike at the time, and he was working on with Neymar and Michael Jordan on an advert. So he had seen lots of superstars, but he loved it. So then, bell goes off in your head. Bell doesn't go off that, that straight away. Okay, doesn't go off straight away at all. So when I'm with Stephen, we're chatting about like just business, like you know. Show him the video, and we go, that's the business. And then we just went for it. So you guys both said this was a business. Yeah. So then you got app, you got developers. So then we got Devin Townsend. Mm-hmm. So there's three founders. So Steven, because Steven and I don't know tech. Yeah, who, <laughs> who does? It's hard. And then Devin went to Duke with Steven. And, uh, and uh, the other thing that was really interesting about Devin, this is the reason why we won is Devon was a minor Vine star. Smart. Yeah, okay. So he was able to build a product that talent would love to use. Mm-hmm. But also, like, Stephen and I were looking for sportsmen. We thought sportsmen were going to get the sportsmen on, create moments that inspire. Yeah. But it was YouTubers, Vine stars, that got actually proved the concept. Yeah. They just came in and started making money straight away. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I remember one guy was at, we had, like, a launch party, a guy made 20 grand. I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. 20 grand in cameos. This was in, yeah, 2017. I thought it was amazing. Guys can do that in a day now. He made 20 grand over how long? Probably six months. Six, seven months. So how long did it take you to develop it? The app from... Martin, you're going so fast. Go slow. I know. I Let's do. take all the nuggets out for the peeps. <laughs> so, I'm very fast. You're not... You're, yeah. <laughs> I read that about you. Uh, um, go ahead. So you go, how long does it take to develop the app? About a year. That's a lot. Okay, so 2016, so 2017, then you beta launch it? No, we were, we. Well, we straight away. Straight away, we had, uh, you were able to do cameos on Facebook, uh, Messenger, and on Telegram. What year is that? 2017? 2017, yeah. So here's what's crazy. So then you are out there in the thick of it and you decide you got to get me. Now, mm-hmm. why were you so on me? Go, you called me a mark earlier, right? Yeah. So I'm a super, in a good way. I'm a super fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of a lot of things. And uh, early on when I was probably, I think Scream came out when I was 13. Yeah. And I was a huge fan of Scream. I think yeah. I wrote a book about it in school. We had like a school project. Mm-hmm. I wrote about Scream. I wrote about Wes Craven. I wrote about Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Friday the 13th. Again, going back to earlier, I love America. Yeah. So I thought American high school kids, they watch horror movies and that's what they did. You thought it was like that and then one, of your, one of your peer group would get brutally stabbed. Not, <laughs> yeah, not that part. But I just felt like, you know, that's what you just watch horror movies. and You're a lot, as a lot of people... I, who aren't from this country that come here, I always find that they, it's crazy how much people learn about our country through pop culture. Like yeah. McDonald's is the number one food, they think. Britney Spears, you know, ER. Like they do consume so much. I know that a lot of people say that. Yeah. So and you were consuming pop culture. Consumed by it. And I thought, you know, well, I remember your character, Randy, had some great lines from the movie. Spoke to you. Spoke to me. And I thought, this that's gold. And then you had the Jamie Kennedy experiment, which I liked. Spoke to you. 
And then over here, you had uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. I, I like that. Malibu-zy. Uh, big, big, you know, and then um, Bowfinger. But that, those are the ones that but Scream and, and Malibu's Most Wanted stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, if you embrace the characters of B-Rad and Randy, those characters can be gold on Cameo. Yeah. Just given the characters. Just given the characters. Uh, shout, listen to this. And then I'm going to go back to this. Side note, Justine, uh, Justine the Machine on Instagram, very, very, very funny comedian. Okay, she had a birthday yesterday, and she got a cameo from Roger Jackson, who is ghost-faced. Hello, Roger. And it it's, might be the best way I've ever seen a cameo. He introduces himself. He goes, hello, Justine. I'm Roger Jackson. Happy birthday. And then he puts the mask up, and he does a bunch of stuff like a two-minute message in ghostface she's i don't know how old she is i'm gonna say she's 29 she was flipping she loved it it's an incredible cameo dude so there's your example of do embracing what people know you from yeah and then it's fun as well it's fun for you if you embrace it and give the fans what they want because the the love you get back from them in these i know it's kind of a bit cheesy saying this but five star reviews yeah it is magical. Like I got to tell you about that. But so wait, so you you launched it in 2017. Does it take off right away? No, no. I have some. <laughs> so what happened? It just was so many no's. Where's the launch party at? It was at my house. <laughs> you fucking! I didn't even get that. I wasn't no, there yet. No. Where was it at? By that fucking no, jacuzzi. We, we have, yeah. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? Uh, you have a beautiful house in ballet. It was yeah. in my house. But you know, it was this. It was couldn't have been that bad. No, nah, but it was just so the the launch party was fun, but there was just so many no's. Oh, we live in the land of no. Oh no! Like I I, I make a point of saying that because I want someone to get inspiration from that. Yeah, like I couldn't get a job. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. You couldn't get a job. You couldn't make the SC team. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get hired as a sports agent. No. You couldn't get people on your app. No. I know you are super resilient. You are a loser. No, you <laughs> or failure. No, you're 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 you. Know, you ever heard the pair uh, the story three feet from gold? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Basically, the guy who had the gold during the gold rush sold the guy a gold machine because he was finding gold, and then after 110 tries or something, he just said, "I can't find the gold anymore." Sold it, and then the next this guy sold it to found gold in like two tries, and he was that close. You know, it's about not giving up. Yeah, basically, not giving up. I mean, you got to realize I sent out in four years a million messages. I, I signed up about 5,000 people. And I might be wrong. It might be a lot higher than that. But I know it's over 5,000. Dude, so hold on. Here's what I want to say. And then we're going all over the place. Here's why I think those no's are valuable. Because there's like 10 or 12 superstars in our business. And I don't know who you were going for. But they will always be the last to jump on. But if you get 100 reality stars, that is golden. Because that's just going to add massive awareness. You know what I mean? And then you get sports stars. And then you get music stars. And then you get cooking stars or whatever. And then you're going to get comedians. And then by getting so many... I don't know if you went for super, super high echelon in the beginning, but they're always going to say no because they want to protect this thing, this image. And by 
people that are entrepreneurial who are, I would say, lesser, lower on the food chain in Hollywood, you're going to get massive volume on your app, which is beautiful for you. So you will actually become, I have a lot of things to say about it, but you will become bigger than the nose. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's Kim Kardashian is now the second billionaire in her family. Okay, everyone in Hollywood on the Super A list wants that money. And that just shows you the power of yes. The power of celebrity as well. Well, yes, and it's totally changing. So I want to go back to it. So you go in and you're trying to get the nose. And so how did you start getting it involved? How did you start making it work? (laughs) You had your launch party. Just hustle. That's Just hustle. I told you I sent out a million messages. Yeah. I would send out 200 messages before 8 a.m. every day. Every day. I was never off. Morning, I wouldn't sleep. I'd get messages. I'm on. So I would send out in a day. I've sent out a thousand messages in a day. Yes. Who was your first person that you signed? Well, Cassius Mars. Cassius Mars after him. Um... I had a few people that I knew say yes, but they didn't really participate until later on. One was uh, Nigel de Jong, mm-hmm. soccer player, played for uh, Man City, uh, AC Milan. He played at the Galaxy as well, LA Galaxy. Prince, Kevin Prince Boateng, who played for AC Milan. Uh, Maro Atojo, who was like an England rugby player, mm-hmm. star rugby player. But they all were current. Mm-hmm. Didn't need the money, didn't really care. Mm-hmm. And you learn for the process, you can't, you got to find the, the thing that became important was finding willing talent. Yes. That was it. Yes. So then you come down and you DM me. DM yeah. You, you ask your brother to come down and be with me. Mm-hmm. You said, he just said no. So then you come down, you watch the show. It's great. Three ladies walk out. I think I offended two people, three people. I don't know. You know, you had your tremors joke. My tremors joke. <laughs> you, loved, you loved that. And then I'm leaving and then you're outside waiting for me like a little, uh, like a little, like a little stalker. Nervous. I, nervous I, as well. Why would you be nervous? And you, what did I tell people when we did our first, first cameo? I hope it's not porn. <laughs> I, did, I thought you're signing me up for some porn, bro. Uh, I didn't know because I had heard about it. And here's what I think you're, I'm so pissed because I wanted to invest, but you already had your investors. Who were the early investors? Uh, well, we had Cassius Moss invest from the, from the, <sighs> he made out, uh, Nigel De Jong invested. Uh, we had, uh, Lance Thomas for the New York Knicks invest. Cause he went to school with Steven and they went to Duke together. Friends and family, friends and family. Yeah. And now I think when I met you, it had like a $50 million valuation. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then... It just keeps going up. Well, last week, the Wall Street Journal said you guys were a billion. Yeah. You probably went up since last week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean... Dude, hold, 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 hold. Take a little. You take a little off for your side project, but you know that's going to grow, dude. I'll be very surprised if you're not worth a $10 billion valuation. Soon. Right? Oh, yeah. you said soon. No, I I agree. I mean, it's exciting. Don't tell me what you, I don't know what you're allowed to say, So, but you're probably either going to look for an exit or it could be its own thing. I don't know, but I know many people that could would like to gobble you up. Switch just, I mean, Microsoft just bought 
Discord for 10B. You familiar with Discord? Yeah, of course. I, it's so crazy. These things are coming to my office. I saw Twitch in 2012, but I couldn't invest in it because it was already going. But I knew that that was going to go. It was early. And some guys like this is going to blow up. So here's what I love about your your thing, dude. I mean, are you surprised how much it's worth? Of course. Of course. But you wanted a unicorn. Do you know what? I just wanted to look after my girls. You did. Oh, stop. Stop. No. Stop pulling the hard string. No, right absolutely. No, do you know what it is? Yeah, of course, everybody has. I came here with big dreams. Yeah. I didn't come to America to scratch my butt. I came here with big dreams. <laughs> I wanted to make something myself. I really wanted to, to do something special. Yeah. But for years, and this has been like a 20-year process for me. I know you were telling me at lunch that you're like, you had many other failures. What, did you have other startups? No, it wasn't that. It was my running failed. Okay. Football failed. Okay. The movie stuff failed. You know, just like, I just felt like I put so much effort. But why are they considered failures when you were doing them and you were achieving them at high levels? What is the success? What's the successful? I didn't reach the potential. So meaning like you didn't get the Olympics. Yeah. You didn't make it to the USC team. Yeah. You didn't play in the NFL. Yeah. You didn't become a top agent. You know, the thing is, I put a lot of effort. When I mean I work my... Oh, I know. I I did that for 20 years. I wouldn't go out to celebrate. I wouldn't go out to parties because I was a loser. I hadn't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. I was very tough on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why I thought that way. Like, I, 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 was, I was pretty much miserable because every day, wake up, try and be great. Wake up, try and be great. It's just not a healthy, it really isn't healthy. So to finally, with Cameo, to see that reward for that effort, oh, it in a way is refreshing, finally. In a way? Oh, it's more than in a it, way. It, it, wrong words. It's insanely but, amazing. It, it, but the thing is, the nice part about it, all of this, those scars, whatever you want to call them, the, the failures, the learned lesson, whatever you want to call it, it humbles you. See, I don't think you failed at all. I think you were just, that was your, your, your path that you're working on. You're walking on. I mean, look, dude, you were trying to be a super elite athlete. Mm. That means you're not going to have a normal life, right? Yeah. You're trying to be a super, you're in a top 10 college. You're trying to be a super on a team. I mean, mm. you're, you didn't pick uncompetitive things. You picked super competitive things. So with that comes... You know, you're not, you maybe holidays get sacrificed, maybe relationships get sacrificed. But did you, did, would you say that was in you naturally or did, were you driven to do that? Um, do you have like a, being, I'm going to use the word mark again because you put it in my head. Yeah. I hope I'm using it right. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? No, a mark is. I want to start my Martin. I'm, this is the Jamie Kennedy experiment where I'm getting, right? you know. Um, I was a fan. I'm very impressionable to, Movies, film, as you yeah, know. Rocky. Wow. Yeah. So Rocky got you. Yeah, and then like Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that documentary. You know, top top documentary. And those, the mindset. It's like I'm coming every day. <laughs> I'm coming and I'm lifting. Go ahead. No, but that those that mindset of just keep going, keep going, was just kind of I thought that's how you have to do it, and I probably did that to an extreme. But did you, so those movies motivated you. Was your dad and your mom telling you, get out there and run? No. So it was just this thing in you. You had brothers though. You have brothers? I have an older brother. So is he, were you and him competitive? No. 
Oh, right. He might have been, been competing with me later on, uh, but I was never, you know, in the touch. I was blessed yeah. with, with abilities at a young age to be, to do some good things. Athletic. So I wasn't really like envious of anyone's success. I was yeah. just focused on what I could accomplish. Wow. So you have, here's why I think your app, I'm going to tell you something. So a couple of things about the app now. When I got on it, I actually think your app is going to change. It's going to add to the turning of the tide in Hollywood. It's uh, you know you know what there are on there are uh, what's the word there are um, innovators. Then there's EA, which are early adapters, and then there's the general pop comes in right. And I think you're and then it's when something hits critical mass and everybody jumps on. So I've been around a lot of these different things over the last 20 years. At one point, when I made my screen money, I wanted to move up to Silicon Valley and I wanted to just sit in a coffee shop and find out who the next innovator was because I just knew Silicon Valley. I had some Amazon stock and different stock and it was incredible. And it was only my desire to be an actor that I couldn't have the time to do that. And then obviously everybody got hit in 2000 and, but I still always knew that tech was going to be around, you know? So I love tech. I got to see early MySpace, see a lot of conversations, early Facebook. Those are long conversations, but I got to meet Sean Parker and I'm just, and I watched how those guys had MySpace sold to Fox. Who knows what it would become? Facebook didn't sell to big media and now regulates it became bigger. Um, obviously, Instagram and Twitter, all these things have become the new thing. YouTube. YouTube. Comedians have really transfer, uh, transformed a lot of these platforms. Dane, for me, made MySpace. I believe Andy Samberg and The Lonely Island should get a lot more credit for the YouTube because when I saw the video Lazy Sunday, you familiar with that? No, I'm not. This is the first viral vid on YouTube and you it was, and SNL was very smart at putting their videos on YouTube early and they did it and it they missed it on the show and it blew up online. This is when everyone was like, it was just Christmas of 05 going into 06, I think. And it was, it was like when videos stopped buffering. That's what YouTube kind of did. And it just blew up and it was those comedic sketches, I believe that really made, when YouTube went, crazy Facebook I give a lot of credit to Vin Diesel because he was early early on that and he is you know I think he has 100 million people now but so the right people pushing some technology really adds to it like you like and you have these people but all that being said is why I think your platform is going to change it is because the way I've been using it first of all dude it's dummy proof it's like, you know, the McDonald's board, they say they want to make it dummy proof so anyone could work it. Like you they push a hamburger. It's like, so it's so easy to use now for me. Not that it was hard before. It's simple, cute. It shows you how many things you've done. It shows you reviews. It shows you what you've made. And when I first, this is, I want to go back to the philosophical, philosophical of why I think it's changing. When I first did it, why you got so many no's is because you kind of feel like we're all whores. 
in in life, and we're all whores in Hollywood, whether you people admit that or not, it's just what's your price, right? And this felt like the uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Desperate, kind of like how conventions were. Are you yeah. familiar with cons? I love the Comic Cons. I went to the cons in 2012. People told me to go, told me to go, told me to go, and I was like, eh, how is it? I went, and I consider your app a interactive version of a con. And when I went, it was I was a little early, but I was making amazing money, and people were 99% super respectful and wanted to just see you. Mm. It's just that you get those comments on and on, like sometimes negative t- think that are like, you know, Facebook, oh, I saw Jamie Kennedy sitting looking like a dried chicken nugget at his table. No one, you know what I mean? And like, they say some shit and it hurts. Have you tested that out? Have you seen what a dried chicken nugget looks like in you? Have you tested it? It might be, it might be accurate. You dip, you dip it. <laughs> but you do that and then I did them on and off, right? And I had the same experience with those as I did with your app. So, but, but check it, it all ends good. So around, I want to say 2015, 2016, the next thing I'm at a convention, and fucking, I see the Avengers. Norman Reedus, do you know who that is? Yeah. Norman Reedus. Really, Walking Dead. He blew up the conventions. He was the su- superstar from Walking Dead. Like, the money was insane. And then bigger Hollywood heard, and the rest is history. And I'm talking, I'm talking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars these guys were making, right? More than, the, more than acting. Well, for quicker, if you do pro rata for the time. No, but if you're doing, if you do it all year and you're working. Yeah, 100%. You're correct. And so I'm like, wow, 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 wow. And so now the cons have become completely mainstream and everybody wants to do them, right? And and, and so it's it's respectful. Obviously, you're going to have those moments where, you know, there's going to be people that are weird, but I mean, it's, it, you know, the guys who blaze the trail are like the Kane Hodders, you know, who that is. He's a horror star and different people like that. Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek. All of these guys. Right. And so your app was like that. And so when I was on your app, I was into it and I was like, well, how much do I charge? And you told me the price and you're like, I'm, I'd be, like to be transparent. You're like, do 50 bucks. And I'm like, 50 bucks to send a minute or two minute video. I go, he goes, what's out of your day? So I'm like, okay, because people ask me for autographs all the time anyway, and I just oblige or pictures, and that's no problem. But I felt weird kind of charging, right? Yeah. And then I did it, and I did it, and I did it, and they, they trickled in, and it was nice. I made a couple hundred bucks here or, you know, 300 bucks here. But And it was fun. It was easy. Mm-hmm. And then I got one cameo. And the guy took it and made a whole two YouTube video. And he's like, how many D-list celebrities can I get to porn on YouTube? He's like, this YouTube video cost me $812. And he had me and, you know, I'm not even going to name names because I think it's rude. They're not, they're not D-list. No one's D-list. They're just my, you know, I love them, right? But people judge you, right? And I was like... So, like, this is opening up the trolls, right? And it's like, unless I'm making tons and tons and tons of money, why do I want to do that? And then, so I kind of was like, well, whatever, right? And then, yeah, you know, I talked to you again, and you're like, 
Let me take you to lunch. For some reason, you really want me on Cameo. <laughs> you have so many people, and I don't know why. No. So we, I had my first non-quarantine lunch in a year with you. We are sitting out there at the Sunset Marquee. It's a relationship game. And the ghost of Bob Dylan is <laughs> over there, even though he's still alive. <laughs> and you're Roger Waters, and you're like, look, man, you got to go in the fucking app. Here you going to do it. And so I'm back on, and... It has gone full critical mass. And here's what I love about it now. Not that I didn't love it before because I'm all about it. But those haters that come in sometimes, you know, they bum you out, right? Of course. You made the app. So you always tell me my price, which is it's 50 bucks, you know. It's funny. Since then, I've been talking to Deadmau. Yeah. He just DMs me. And so, like, now we, like, follow each other who because I'm a huge fan of his music. And... So it's weird. I've talked to other celebrities in different fields that I didn't know I would vibe with. That's number one. Number two is I've gotten two movie offers. What? Yes. I've gotten two. I didn't know that. I've gotten, That's awesome. I've gotten two stand-up gig offers. Because they don't know how to get hold of you. Exactly. And they don't know about the gram, right? So Martin added this new thing. You guys added this new thing. For two ninety nine, you can text somebody, which I didn't know about that feature. And you're like, dude, check your text. And it's it's like in the eighties, we had this stuff, ten minutes talk, all that shit, or party lines, all this stuff. But it's not like I'm asking for it. These people are in there, and so I have this thing. You have this thing like Snapchat, and it says streaks, and I have twenty four streaks out of twenty five. I declined one because I knew the person was trying to troll me, <laughs> and I did it correctly. Way Tommy, your guy said, just politely declined so i did and then i got all these reviews and i have 15 reviews five star reviews and really heartfelt like that and so i watched dice and dice and besides our lunch dice was somebody that really inspired me to go back on it because he did this cameo that was like six fucking minutes (laughs) and i was crying laughing it's so goddamn funny. And he was just going deep. And I'm like, this dude got his money's worth. And it felt like Dice was just kind of made it as part of his day. He got me. And also Louis. Louis Anderson does okay. some beautiful cameos. And I'm like, if these guys can do it, you know, if they're spending, if they're taking time out of their day, I certainly can try to do it. And you got to remember that we got the billion valuation. Yeah. The fans want it. Dude. Oh, I know. But so, he, here's what it is. The, the world is 95% more respectful and there's going to be 5% troll. Yeah. And what I love, why it is changing is because I hate the middleman. You know, no disrespect to agents and managers, but you clog a lot of shit up. You know, you just need a lawyer to do the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Bring the opportunities. The business is being splintered. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Disney and everybody else, right? We're all going to be on Patreon or this stuff. And you have like this other app. You have like a Patreon. You have like an OnlyFans, whatever you want to call yourself. You're your own thing. It's very clean. It's very simple. But now I make it part of my day, bro. Yeah. I have on my calendar today, do my cameos. Love it. And even though I get like four a day or five a day, but I've had about 12 different revenue streams right now. And you're included. This No, not 12, about eight. And I've made, just today I checked it so far this month, about $13,000. And you're part of that. That's great money. 
Yeah. That's that's money. If I found in the ground, I would pick it up. I mean, I also pick up two bucks, but <laughs> but it's like because that's not going to be our world now. Taking little bits of here and you're it goes. People then ask about my hoodie. I've had two people ask about my hoodie. Two people ask about my books. You're engaging. Yes. We're engagement on steroids. If you have a social media manager, they're going to tell you, like the comments, comment on the DMs, all that stuff, engage your fans. Um, when someone gets a cameo from you, it's personalized. They got it for free because 90% of them, again, is a gift. Mm-hmm. Or it might be a little bit, maybe 80%. These become diehard fans. Yeah. And they're buying whatever you're selling. They're more connected to you than ever before. Like Elvis Presley had a great line, take care of your fans and as sure as heck, take care of you. He's right. That is it. And for example, um, I want to say after I saw you for lunch, I'm 90% sure I watched, I put screen on. I'm not sure if I really got 20 minutes in because I connect with you. But I do that all the time. If you go to my house, I have a kitchen full of Funko Pops of guys that I get on Cameo. Wow. So I recently got Wayne Knight, uh, who is, um, he's in uh, Jurassic Park. No, no, no. The guy that gets the of course. acid in the face. He's Newman, dude. New- Exactly. Well, I didn't watch. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Seinfeld. He's Newman. Go start watching it. You're right. gonna have some time on your hands. You have a billion dollars. But I've got. It brings me a joy. I bought it straight away. I went and met the wrestler Sting. I went and bought tons of Sting merch. Yeah. You become when you engage. You have a connection. You feel yeah. like you know the person. Especially with cameo, you become so. You really are putting effort and time into giving a thoughtful, funny, you know, message to someone that means a lot to them. As you saw that Tom Wilson request. Yeah, dude, it, it's, well, what I meant also with critical mass is that stardom used to be aloof. And now going all the way back to Kardashians is stardom became accessible. And what you said, the power of celebrity, celebrity is not just acting in a movie or singing a song anymore. Celebrity is having a hit song and also opening up a Chick-fil-A and starting your own perfume line. That's what it is. I mean, you can just do one thing. But it's just rare now to do that. And you, with this, I think you are now the tipping point. So here, back to Scream. When I wore green hush puppies and Scream, do you know how that came? No. In, I want to say, lower Manhattan, the Soho district, hush puppies, they were out. They were an 80 shoe. They were, so they became a brand and became very, you know, what they call devaluized brand. Mm-hmm. Um, or a distressed asset, I guess you could say. <laughs> and so hip, you know, hipsters do everything that like, they start stuff and hipsters kind of bring things back where they're ironic, post ironic shit. So in the Manhattan Soho district, hipsters were taking hush puppies and coloring them. Hush puppies got wind of that. This is before social media pictures were popping around in like a magazine. I remember like us weekly and fucking Hush Puppies adopted what the people were doing, released a thing of colorful shoes, put them in movies. Scream was one of them. I had the green Hush Puppies, and they're one of the iconic things from my character. I had red Hush Puppies, I had green Hush Puppies. And then it, it hit from that, it hit something called the critical mass, right? They were talking about it, it was a tipping point, and then the brand exploded again. You have hit the critical mass point with celebrity of making it accessible. Like, I think aloofness is done. I think people love celebrity, but they want to see the celebrity on TV. They want to talk to the celebrity, listen to them in their podcast. They want to see them in their concerts, but they want to be able to touch them. And you have to talk to your fans. You have to. I want to have an emotional connection. 
Oh, a real connection. They want to DM yeah. you. Yeah. They want to have you they over wanna, for dinner. Yeah. So I think now this is going to blast that beyond. It's so interesting you're talking about merch, like that placement of the shoes. Yes. I've told so many people early on, wear your merch in the videos. Yeah. Because they're buying what you're selling. Yeah. Because the person got it for free. Yeah. It's in, it's incredible. Now, I get, I'm going to... I'm not going to put the guy out. So there's, I was one cameo because now like after watching Dice, who's so good at him and Louie, who's so good at him, I'm like, I really got to do these seriously. So like I brush my beard. <laughs> I'm even thinking about shaving part of it. <laughs> and I like set my morning coffee and I'm like, how many cameos? Today? So yesterday I had 15 cameos. That's a lot, you know, so I can't knock them all out at once. And there was this one guy and he asked me to do a kind of a speech similar to scream. And I, but, but regarding to cheating and I'm like, what does he want? So then I said, you know, all of the stuff about how to cheat. And he's like, no, 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 I'm a professor. I want you to tell them not to cheat. So he says, can you redo it? So then I redid it and tell him the rules of why not to cheat. And he's like, you're better than this. He's like, I'm going to send you a script. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what? what the fuck? But the guy's so into it. So I'm like, send the script. Right. But I mean, that's the only one where I'm like, dude. Did you get your manager involved? Oh, I got to call SAG at some point. But for the most part, you, you know, they're not that involved. But you do have a couple of people. There's a lot of people, dude, that are like, shout out my movie. Oh yeah, there's a. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Like the the movie office was cool. The one yeah, that I real. really love at the moment, which has become really popular. So you're talking about Cameo, it's a gifting service. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think I even told you about Cameo calls. Cameo what? Calls. Where no. you can FaceTime with somebody. I want to hear about this. So, Sell it. Pull that mic closer. <laughs> Let people hear you. So uh, don't be shy, Martin. This Cameo is the beginning calls. of your fame. Cameo calls. You can have a FaceTime. Cameo calls. So you to, everybody needs is the it app. calls or calls. Calls. Calls, okay, okay. Uh, everybody, the, the, the customer needs the app as well. Okay. And they have a FaceTime with you. Yeah. And then they get a photo at the end of it. So they can screenshot it. No, they get a digital photo. It says Cameo Calls. It's like a little, you know, like a photo booth type photo. And it's awesome. It is incredible. How much does that go for? Anyone's it, it, price? It's actually cheaper. Yeah. It's cheaper. The reason why is Cameo, actually, you think about it, you get it, you read it once, you do the video, you kind of... It's a bit of a process, right? Yeah. This is a minute, two minutes, and it's just, it's a natural conversation like we're having here now. But the digital photo, you were thinking 2019, a digital photo, that's crap. Yeah. Now, 2020, it's great. 2021. Well, 20, yeah, true. I was saying, I got to <laughs> update myself. But, um, so in December of 2020, you know, we weren't, we didn't have any real traction with it. We weren't really getting anything going. So Steve calls me up and says, Mark, can you help out a little bit? I said, okay, cool. So I started calling up a bunch of people I know. I got all the Harry Potter on it, people on it. So I got Oliver Phelps, James Phelps, Bonnie Wright, uh, wow. Tom Felton, who's, I mean, that's the uh, Weasley twins, Jenny Weasley and, and Draco Malfoy. You've got, yeah, you're, fr- you're tight with the Weasleys and Draco. Yeah. And so I, I got them to do it. They shut down the website. They shut down the, they shut down the app. Wow. When they went out looking, we're doing this thing, shut it down. How, what was the average talk time? Uh, I think it started for two minutes. It was a little too long because it gets a bit, you know, the conversation ends and go, oh my God, they're screaming, going nuts. Yeah. And then they ask a question and it just kind of, so a minute seems, a minute to 90 seconds seems like a nice, perfect amount of time. 
Um, but there are people that want to talk to you for 10 minutes. I mean, why oh. can't you make that an option if the celeb's cool with it? Yeah, absolutely you can. Personal celeb therapy. You, you can do that. You can you can change the time to what you prefer. But what was crazy is like I was looking at the I was looking at the, like the numbers that these guys had the potential of doing. It's like you know, literally you know, they could turn it on do 3 grand in an hour like that. And exactly, if you pro rata that, but that's a lot. 3 grand a day. Do you know what that is? A million bucks. It's about a million bucks. Yeah. So wait a minute. Where's that on the app? I was trying to, yeah. I just wanted to get you. I no, you got me juicy. I just, <laughs> but I just wanted to get you back on Cameo because I was like. You know I'm a good talker. I wanted you back on. I just wanted you to get have a great experience. I do. And like for me, you know, I love those early stories of running down to the improv, the, the adrenaline rush, the heart coming out your mouth. You watch the intro video, I'm shaking. My arm's like shaking. I'm holding, I think I'm holding to a pole because I'm like shaking. <laughs> so like, freaked out. No, I just wanted to get the job done. You know, I wanted to like keep moving forward, keep progressing. Like I remember John Lovett, so I know you're friendly with. Yeah. I've tried to get hold of John for ages. And Should have just told me. Yeah, I know. What is this cameo? <laughs> That's actually how he talks. <laughs> and I, I believe, I asked John, he was checking out my wife. And my wife goes, I think John Lovett's just walking to the Apple store at Century City. I ran down to the Century City Apple store and I signed him up in the Apple store. No! So if you watch the intro video, it is done in the Apple store. What did you do? I just went up. You rolled him. up on him like rolled a creep? I, I love it. What did you do? I got no shame. You're lucky you're <laughs> handsome, dude. Jesus. So you're in the Apple store, and what'd you say? I just went up to him. I said, hey, John, I'm the founder of Cameo. Uh, yes. Uh, and what to, is Cameo? I'd love to get you on. I think I might have said, I think you can make 100 grand a year on this. I think I might have said that. And? It might have been more. I might have said more, but I definitely was 100 grand, I said to him. And, and then he did what? You, you grabbed his phone. Because you grab. I'm just to let everybody know. He grabbed my phone. And he downloaded that shit for me. Hand. He was like, look, Force man, it's so hand. simple. Just do it right here. And I'm like, I'll do it when I go home. And you go, no, no, no. no. Do it right here, man. Do it right here. And I'm like, on the street. I'm like, well, I'm going to go get ramen. And you're like, oh, no, before you ramen, get it. So you made me get it. He's like, here's your price. Turn it on. Do you know what? The thing is, strike. I know, dude. I'm impressed. It's dude. ABC always be closing. Do you know what the first move? prize is a Cadillac. Do Second you know? prize a set of steak knives. Third prize you're fired. You know what that movie is? Yeah, of course. What is it? It's the one with uh, uh, Alex. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Mandatory for anyone selling. Go ahead. But you know, get the job done. Yeah, that's all on you. Just it. Them downloading wasn't good enough. Got to be live. Got to have that intro video. Yeah. So if you see me, like even behind you here, this Malibu Most Wanted poster, this yeah. shows you how much I get about. Tay Diggs, that was so old house in West Hollywood. How did you sign Tay? Uh, a buddy of mine, I'm standing there, a buddy of mine goes, Tay Diggs just walked in. I just, <laughs> jumped, I just jumped on him. Poor, I believe it's not protocol at Soho House. I might lose my membership. <laughs> but I went up we to- We got to have lunch there, by the way. Yeah. They have a great chicken bowl. Oh, it's on cameo, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go up to him. I say, you know, can I- uh, can I buy your lunch? I just want five minutes of your time. Whoa. Who was he with? He was by himself. It's just solo. Tay uh, in the corner. And so I did the intro video with him. I go, I got a special announcement. I got Tay Diggs on. And then Tay didn't get live with it for a couple of weeks. So I called him up. I said, what's going on? Yeah, I didn't really know what I signed up for. <laughs> he was kind of a little nervous about it. So then I took him for lunch at Soho House. And then we got him active. I'm a fast talker. So you got a you guy are. with slicked hair. You know, they're kind of the stereotypical Hollywood guy. Yeah. Fast talker, slick hair, talking to you, selling you. 
He didn't know if he was in porn either. Like I, did. <laughs> I thought I signed up for porn. And so, then, and he's done it and doing well. And uh, Anthony Anderson is Italy in Century City. Yeah. Oh, you signed Anthony at Italy. Yeah. It's so funny signing all these people at food and computer stores. He signed me after my set because he knew I was going to be there. By the way, Italy's got a wonderful meatball. Do you know? Oh, we keep selling everything. Are like, you giving you product placement? Oh, <laughs> but the one thing I've always wanted to do, I haven't done, right. is sign someone up on a plane. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. That's got, rough if it's first class and you're you have to be in first class, but then even that they oh. feel. They feel I remember it right. I'm on the plane going to New York, going to LA to New York. It's like six in the morning flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm lying there. I get, I'm sitting in, I think like two, whatever, call it 2A. And I didn't see who was in 1A. Yeah. Might have been, it could have been seven in the morning. I think Ken Young, must, it could have been Ken Young goes up, stands up. He looks, looks like, I guess, so he's looking for the restroom, I guess. Looks Ken that. Young, Ken Jung. Ken Jung. Sorry, yeah. uh, sorry. Ken Young. I'm, Ken I'm, Young? I'm probably thinking of a basketball player. <laughs> Sounds like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what Ken Jung. Ken Jung. Mr. Chow from The yeah. Hangover. Yeah. And other things, obviously. Dr. Ken. And I saw him. And you're losing, you're melt. You were, you were almost as nervous it's, as you were when you met me. Do you know what it is? It's not, I, I can't even help. It's like a bull seen a red. Yeah. He came back. Yeah. I jumped on him. No, you didn't, Mark. I did on the plane. You can ask him. What what row were you in? <laughs> I was right behind him. So it was like a single... Like so he's in 1A and you're no, in 2B. 2A. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right behind him. From coming from New York to LA or London to... From LA to New York. Going uh, to New York. Okay. I think I was going out to the New York Comic Con. Got it. And I saw him and I was just like... Dude. I went up to him. This is later on. This is like... And like, you'll make a quarter of a million dollars on Cameo. I thought I was close to getting it done. I really thought. So wait, you went up to him and said, "Hey, I'm gonna do this app." And what did he do? Um, He's so polite. He was very polite, very nice. But that doesn't mean he wants to deal with it at that moment. And then you didn't wake him up, did you? I was. No, no, he just came back from the restroom. So he obviously got Jesus God, he did. He did went back to sleep. He went to the. (laughs) He dropped a deuce, and you're like, "Come on, dude, give the guy a second. Yeah, and and I, you know, it's. a little frustrating because I, I would love to go home. It didn't happen, but he said, oh, what's your Instagram? He followed me on Instagram. So you got, oh, wow. So he followed you. Because I guess he wanted to see like, you know, you want a snapshot of this, who this individual you're talking to on the plane is, right? And then he said, let me speak to my team about it. And then, you know. That's, so he's not on? No, he's not. Ken, you're not on? I would love to have him on. Ken! Oh, he'll kill. Oh, he'd be amazing. Ken, you got to get on. He'll get on. And dude. now he could probably be a million dollar guy. A year. Because of his characters. So let me ask you this. Imagine getting Mr. Chow, you know, when the world reopens properly, saying, hey, look forward to hanging out with you in Vegas for bachelor parties. I mean, that's gold. That's worth a lot of money. That's worth right. a lot of money. That's worth a lot. But the thing is, what happens if they don't look like their character? If they had a beard? You, you wouldn't have to get in character all the time, right? No, no, no. Okay. Dude, hold on. That is so true. Who's, who's, I think America is going to be fascinated by, or the world, excuse me. Who is your Biggest earner on Cameo, if you're allowed to say. Well, you saw it on the in the, the press clipping. All right. Well, I'm going to say. Yeah. It's Brian Baumgarten. Yeah. From The Office. What was his character's name? I didn't watch The Office. I have watched it recently. Brian Baumgarten is like the OG smart guy on Cameo. He's number one. He makes over a million a year. Yeah, you saw the. It was in the press last. How week. many cameos did he? Does he do a day? Do you know what? I, I don't know. It's a lot. But he, he embraces it. Okay. Then the most cameos ever was done by what guy? The most 
is last year, James Buckley, who you probably don't know who that is. I don't really know him. Have you, have you heard of The Inbetweeners? Yeah, I do. It's a TV show in the UK. It's a very popular It was comedy. here on MTV too. Yeah, they, try, they, they, they can't do that. The British humor, the American humor, it doesn't translate. Mm-hmm. Not, that type, not that type of humor. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, Martin, I just want to, you know, want to make a lot of money off this. I said, be 50 bucks. I think he's done about, 12, I think he might have done 12,000 last year. 12,000 cameos. Yeah. But it was a lockdown, to be fair. There wasn't much going on. <sighs> That's a lot of stimmy. And the thing is, he'll probably do more this year. When I was talking to you again, the the big star at the beginning of this whole pandemic was on Cameo. It was the most expensive month I heard was Carol Baskin. Yeah. Carol did almost 300 Gs in one month. Something like that, I think, yeah. Wow. I think so. I mean, I think that was out in the press as well. Yeah. You allowed to say that? I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> He's nervous. I can see you clamming up. I hate, no. I hate, no, I hate talking about money, but yes, yeah, so they made a lot. You got to talk about money, dude. They made a lot. Here's the thing. You got to be transparent. They made a lot. They made a lot. That's, it's good. I talk about everything on yeah. this podcast because do you know what MFT, M- NFTs are? Yeah, you're doing the yeah, NFTs. Yeah, I just invested in one, actually. You did? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's going to be... The transparency is everything. Yeah. And that's what I love about your app is because it is completely transparent. Yeah. And you can see all the things. So what are the plans for the future for the app? Well, you saw the Cameo Calls. That's going to be... When is that going to drop? Well, Cameo it's, it's there, but it's not really... I mean, I'll help you set it up. I would like to set it up right now. All right. Before and, you leave. Okay. And we'll do that. We've got fan clubs. What's that? So kind of... This is like an infomercial, but it's not because I really just like Martin. He's an interesting guy. So fan clubs is the ability to post, you know, exclusive content to your fans via Cameo, charge them a small fee to really connect with those super fans and have like this more of an intimate thing. So imagine taking a picture of this and not putting it on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or TikTok, but doing it for a subscription service via Cameo. Uh, and, and then by that, you, people that are buying into you, you get away from all the trolls. These are people that are want to really know Jamie. Yeah. And I think that's dope. And then we've got Cameo for Business. So you've got business shout outs. But... Uh, oh, you're basically saying like early, uh, what's the term for that? You're saying cameo for business is another way of saying sponsorships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. How wow, do you don't, really trying to disrupt a lot of industries right now, but, dude, you're getting some cheap deal. These, these businesses are getting some cheap deals, dude. But some people just don't know how to access you. Uh, and most people don't. Nobody does. Yeah. Access is everything. And, you know, a lot of people, like I remember early on going up to people like, oh, I've been speaking to your manager who might not be the, you know how it goes. <laughs> Who's the manager? Who's the, like. Yeah, it's all fucked. You know, and he goes, you know, oh, uh, I've been speaking to your manager. He's like, that's not my manager. And you're like, <sighs> so you like, and then sometimes you're speaking to a guy like, who is the manager? Yeah, that's my manager. Do you bring it? You're like, no, I've never heard of this. Let me say that to you and then remind me to tell you about a story about the Vegas with a guy who came to my show and wanted to meet me. Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, well, did, did, did he look like me and have a mustache? <laughs> it, it, kind of, he, wait, I'm going to go back to this. There was, uh, I almost want to say it, but fuck it. There was a huge actor and I don't, I'm not going to say his name. And he was with a big agency, but I'll say their name CAA. And I remember that he he told me this at a party. 
and he was offered a movie for two million bucks. And he was probably around that money, or maybe he was getting three or four. And the agents never even showed him the offer because they wanted four million. And they knew he was enough of an earner. Now, whether he was going to do it or not, it doesn't matter. You have to show your clients these things. So, dude, that is real. The the problem with these agents and the managers is the way it was, but I think it's getting decimated, is that they'll block so much shit from you, which is fine because you want to be protected, Mm -hmm. which I need more of. But sometimes I was so protected that I wouldn't get nothing and I would have people that wanted to work with me. And at some point you're just sitting in your house and you go, I want to work. So if you're, if you're turning down something, what else you got? Yeah. And so it's going, I mean, dude, it's going to be full on. The playing field is being leveled. And I think you're, well, social media's also done that though. A thousand percent. And now you're going to be one of those eight disruptors. I mean, you just put in your email. I put like a you know info at jamiekennedy.com you're gonna get you're gonna get things coming there yeah a hundred percent a direct email on imdb pro yeah i didn't mean that i gotta have that put my assistant email but she messed up (laughs) that was it was a couple emails in there which i didn't mean to do but she she did that but you're right but i had a guy so talking about what you're saying is everything has its price right and i i gotta tell you i do I'll sign anything for anybody. You know what I mean? I'm not a rude person, but there are times where I'm like, I've had a guy one time hit me up for like 35 pictures at an airport. I was like, this isn't swap meat. But <laughs> was that the guy that said you look like a chicken nugget? No, <laughs> he couldn't get the right photo. He's like, damn it. It keeps looking like a chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> That's another airport. So you go, but so I do, when you do shows, people can come up to you. So I had another guy, come up to me a very very rich dude i'm not going to say his name or what he does um but he's a huge dental implant guy in the vegas area and he came to my show and he goes i'd like to have dinner with you and i was like what and he's like yeah and he fucking lays out his amex card (laughs) he fucking puts it in my square and pays me a good amount of money and he says tomorrow night at fucking eight o'clock, I'll send the car. And I said, dude, this is fucking creepy. I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> And he goes, who, who do you want for security? I, I should do his accent, but I won't. I'm going to commit. I'll probably get in trouble. So I'll just be normal. And he goes, uh, I said him. Cause there was like this UFC guy that was kind of helping me sell merch. And he goes, all right, I pay him. He paid him, sent a car. And I went to this dude's house and had dinner with him and his wife for two hours and he paid me a lot of money and he's like I, he's like how do I get to Magic Johnson <laughs> <laughs> but he paid for my security is that not funny dude and you uh, this shit happens more than people realize oh yeah I've heard it a lot of times <laughs> I heard and he so- paid before I he could have s- lost the money I heard two soccer players were in uh, in Dubai and someone paid and uh, one million dollars and a hundred thousand for them to fly over and hang out for like a just go to a party. The thing is, think about this, right? That's a beautiful million dollars. Yeah, I mean, think about this though. How many times, because you're a celebrity, I'm going to use that word. I know it's a weird word. It's the truth. But how, I'm celebrated. <laughs> how many people say, 
Thank you for your time. People appreciate the time of a celebrity, and they fault. And, and it's kind of, I think that's culturally accepted, and therefore they don't mind paying because they respect your time that much. They're happy. Well, to pay. listen, we should all respect each other's time, celebrity or not. But, but I, I agree with you. I think people are in the normal schism of things people do respect your time if you have some kind of fame or whatever and then there is a percentage of you of them that detest you and try to you know take you down but that's a small and and few and far between so it is you're right you're only dealing with the people that like to do it you know there is an ecosystem out there that doesn't like celebs and you know says all this shit about them and What's true and what isn't. That's what I do like about your... You do get a couple people that try to get a cameo to troll you. That is true. Yeah. But it happens. But, you know... You can't stop it. You can't... I mean, it it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I quacked like a duck for a... I think for a dollar. Someone asked me to quack like a duck, so I did it. Where? On cameo. And uh, I didn't even get a five-star review. And I asked for a five-star review. You actually did that. (laughs) Yeah. Embrace it sometimes, right? A dollar? Is that your fee? Yeah, I'm a dollar. What are you doing? You're on there for a I, buck? Yeah, I try to make someone make a cameo with me. Like, I try to get a cameo in a cameo. Yeah. So, like, I have, like, John Lovitz pop in because I tend to be with him recently or I'll have whoever I'm with. Yeah. Hey, let's do this cameo together. Yeah. Um, so, I try, try to make it fun. But uh, at the end of the day, like, celebrity, like, again, the one thing I've seen with all the requests and reviews is this emotional connection. I've said that a couple of times now. The yeah, you're, fans, really, you're that, staying hard on the... Uh, yeah, that fans have to a certain individual can be like, I didn't kill myself because of your music. Yeah, no. You got me through depression. And so for me, it's just providing that access to those people that can really help people through tough times. Yeah. And that really like, it warms my heart seeing that. Like that Tom Wilson one, for the third time now, that I see that a lot. Yeah. And it's like, how can I bring joy to somebody? And to me, like, you know, that's why I like to have these relationships and make sure you feel special and part of the cameo family. And because then you're going to do the job that's going to, really make your fans really you if this feels safe to you then it's going to feel you're going to be willing to really do a lot for your fans and they're going to have a great time i like that term cameo famio yeah did you come up with that nope <laughs> i did not but i i like that sometimes if you empower your fans they'll do stuff for you online and they'll really help build your your brand because they they dig what you're saying and so the, I agree with you, everything you're saying. When does uh, Cameo do a partnership with Uber Eats and Jamie Kennedy delivers your lunch? <laughs> what's that price? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, what's the, you got you got you got to tell. <laughs> uh, depends on how far the radius is, but I I would drop off a few. Uh, <laughs> I would drop off some Chick Fil A. <laughs> would you be uh, dipping into it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem right now. I think Uber's have it, isn't it? Compliant, compliant. <laughs> the stick has been removed. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dude, it's incredible, man. And um, you want to tell me anything else? Because um, I, I think that's a good point. Anything else? Any other things with the app? Do you know the other? Th- do you know what is, is really interesting? Yeah, it's seeing that right. people just don't know what they want with with Cameo. It's really interesting that it's like I've seen that so many times. I don't know if this is actually that relevant. This might get cut out, but like (laughs) I was looking for one other thing, and I was like, "Oh, let me just bam." Yeah, they don't know what they want, and what I mean by that, I remember speaking to Simon Rex early on. Yeah, Uh, I love Simon, great guy, and Simon was uh, 
Who wants a personalized video message from me? It was literally crickets. He like, said that. On, on Instagram, it might have even been a swipe up. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But then he went, who do you want me to roast? Oh, yeah. That simple word. Yeah. Roast. Boom. So you're saying for the people that are on Cameo, the celebs set your directives so people know what they want. And then people buying Cameos set a directive. Like my older brother's like, oh, I don't want any Cameos for anybody, right? Yeah. Like that's just his thing. Oh, I don't need a Cameo. I like, doesn't really, celebrity doesn't really interest me, blah, 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 blah. Right? Yeah, yeah, you right. hear that a lot from people. Until he sees Kate Beckinsdale at Car from Coffee Bean. Well, my older brother's called Michael. He's probably going to listen to this because his name's been mentioned now. He's going to be so excited. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, no, that's serious. He keeps saying, can you mention my name in some more articles? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his name's Michael and he was named after David Hasselhoff's character from Knight Rider. Wow, you guys really are pop culture. Well, that was my mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they named him Michael. So I spoke to David. I said, David, I got him on camera. I said, David, by the way, I'm going to buy one f- from you for my brother. Yeah. And so I got- David's on, right? Yeah, he's on. Oh, I does, bet he kills it. Kills it. Kills it. Amazing. Does amazing with it. Don't and hassle the half. But he's fantastic with it. Yeah, like he's, he's, yeah, of course. He's, he knows how, to, he knows. Yeah. So the video he does for my brother, he wears a, the leather jacket from Knight Rider. He's standing by his pool, holding a Knight Rider car, going, dun it, dun it, dun it. Hello, Michael. Heard your birthday, like- you were named after, like, you know, did this amazing video for my brother. I sent it to my brother. He's freaking out. And he showed everybody. Oh, wow. But here was a guy that didn't want this. Yeah, dude, I, I will say for anybody out there listening, if you do buy a cameo, I don't mind getting your direction. Some people just like, you know, this guy from Sweden hit me up and he was like, I'm just a huge fan. Just go crazy. So like, I just was myself, you know, but like, mm-hmm. I, I do like it. Like I told you, this one guy's like going to write a script and I'm fine with it because people want their own personalized moment. And that's what I think you're delivering. And I think it's incredible. And I think it's going to fucking explode in more verticals, dude. Thank you. And I know you have a lot more that you're not telling me. But I just want to tell people, listen, shoot your shot. Yes. Listen to him right now. Shoot your shot. Um, even though I think you've been successful in different avenues, you feel you failed at running and football yeah. and agenting, and now you're a successful entrepreneur, super successful. Thank you. Dude, it's incredible, man. I remember this episode. I met you at 50 million. <laughs> I interviewed you at a billion. You come back when it's worth 10 billion. Uh, all right. Done. 100%. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming. Everybody, download Cameo. That's Martin Blencow. Where, they, where can they find you on the socials? Uh, Martin Blenko on on Instagram. What about Twitter? No, I'm not good at Twitter. <laughs> Facebooky? No, Facebook. No, just Instagram. And get him on Cameo. He's only a buck. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.